Source. We're back. Episode four. We're back, baby. I guess episode 4.5, you could say. Now we're four for the, four. the sake of my new segment. <laughs> Just quickly off the top, each week, right. we're going to do the number of the show correlating to a number of any sports person we're choosing throughout history. I like, I like this a lot. Don't have to be the best player ever, just like a lot of emotional value. Okay. Episode four, Daniel Motlop. Nice. Good one. I'm happy with that. Good one. Married to my god sister, actually, Daniel Motlop. I Hunter. feel like in my mind, he invented the dribble kick. As far as, far as I'm concerned, he did. So. And you're an <laughs> historian, so that, that checks it? out well. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, that's a good, that's a good one. Hmm. Yeah, didn't introduce that to me at all, but I'm, I'm very happy with it. Mm. Coming for five next week. Oh, so exciting. So all right, well, five? what's been going on this week? Let's talk Let's talk about it. A lot of sport, Alex, but firstly, I want to know about your holiday. Yep, off to Byron. Um, Byron and Brisbane, actually. Uh, good times, you know, went up there for, for the show, of course. Did research. <laughs> show purposes. Getting talent. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, awesome few days. Uh, yeah, loved it. What about you? What did you do over this time? Watched a lot of sport, Alex. Did There's you? a lot to talk about. Well, that's good because I didn't watch any, so. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, let, me, let me tell you about it. <laughs> so we'll start with the test. Yeah. I'm sure. Did you Mate, see? what a fucking nightmare that was. Did you was. see the pitch? What? I did. I like, saw, I saw starters, photos of it, yeah. We have a predominantly left-handed, I think like five of our top eight were left-handers. Is that they why that little... They were rolling out the pitch everywhere except where a left-hander so would bat. So Insane. That's, it, like, I think ICC is looking into Blatantly it somewhat. Because like it's, it's, <laughs> doctoring a pitch to your conditions, which I'm fine with. They're bouncy here. They're green tops in England. They're yep. spinning dust bowls in the subcontinent. Fine. But specifically not rolling it out for a left-hander is insane. Yeah. And then Crazy. further than that, we didn't pick Travis Head, who was arguably our informed batsman. We picked Matty Renshaw, who, I don't know, over Travis Head. We picked Dave Warner, who's never made runs in the I heard today yeah, they're, they're considering dropping Warner. Yes, I think is it's likely uh, Head will go to the top of the order. And they're going to bring in another spinner, who they're flying over from Australia. Yeah, I saw that. Because they're not going to pick Ashgar. Why not just take Kuhneman or whatever his name is in like in the first place? Uh, but either way, aside from that, really quick one. We've got a lot of golf fans out there. <laughs> They've built a renovation to the bridge over the 17th at St. Andrews and no one likes it. Looks awful. Just just on golf, sorry. <laughs> sorry to butt into this. This just pricked my mind. Mm. So Sunday I was doing a story at work about golf. Um, Jason Day in the Phoenix Open. Yes. And he um, had a birdie on the 18th to like, at that point, type sixth. And <laughs> I'm looking for like, cause it was just like, I just need the vision of it. Mm. I'm going through the stream with like on Twitter, I, I, I have the, the video up, but I'm going through the stream to actually find it. I've gone through like for about 45 minutes to find this so one you've, clip. You've watched his whole round. Yeah. To watch this one, find this one clip. And it's, I'm like, he's wearing... Different clothes. Oh, you've watched the day before. In, in, the, in these two, <laughs> in these two I've gone through the entire day before. <laughs> so I had to spend another 45 minutes and then fine. How did and that yeah. take you 45 minutes to realise we had different kits? Yeah, that's, that's a fair point. I thought, I thought we might have got changed at lunchtime or something. I don't know, but oh, I'm not a big golf guy. I'm almost as, impressed. Yeah. All right, moving on. Small sport. A lot of news. Jordan yeah. Dawson, the new Crows captain. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that one coming. That, that one came a bit bit of a surprise. It's been on the cards for for a month or so, or a few months actually. Actually, Ten Years First was the first news organisation to, to ask Royce Lane about Big that. Plug. 
um, a few months ago. Well, I assumed he was going to move on because I don't know if his role is sorted, come back from injury and that midfield now, I feel like they're going to go to a bit of youth. But I was so sure it was going to be Tom Duday. Yeah, that I did think that too. I, f- I found it a bit weird that it was Dawson. He must have made a really big impression on Nick's or, or Duday. Was it part of getting into the club in the first place? Could have been. Could have been. Was that a little sweetener? And I feel like Duday could be potentially in a contract here. Ooh, possibly. Um, I'm not sure. My, my mail sure. is he isn't supportive enough of the group. Right. But anyway, that's rumours hearsay. Moving on, LeBron breaks the scoring record in the NBA. Yes. What a moment. And Thomas Bryant posting up. Yeah. (laughs) If you haven't seen it, one of my favourite clips ever, LeBron having a a fadeaway jumper to break the record for most points ever in the NBA. Thomas Bryant, who's a bit of a scrub, posting up, saying, I've got a mismatch under the (laughs) begging for the ball. It's not your moment, man. The best part about that was, got traded the next day. Oh, Yeah. (laughs) I think LeBron watched the replay and went, mm-mm. He's out. Le- Le- GM didn't he's like out. it. He's out. Uh, Kyle just butted in about that. He was, he's been good for the Lakers. Yeah. No, he's and not they, a bad player. They're just like, yeah, see you, brother. Get him my bumper instead. Like, yeah, that's a downgrade. That's a horrible oh. downgrade. But anyway. No, Brian's been productive. Yeah. And then on. obviously today, uh, we're recording Monday night, had the Super Bowl. Yep. I, I assume you watched every second of it. I actually did. <laughs> I watched it pretty closely because I, I was – Doing some work stuff with it, but um, I was sad to see my tip of the Eagles, Eagles by 32. 32. <laughs> didn't, didn't get up, <laughs> but no. But I mean, we had some good good news on that on that front though. Multi got yeah, up. Yeah, how good? How good? The first the first one we've had. Well done, Jack up. Carruthers. Yep. Also known as me telling Jack to put it on, but still, <laughs> don't worry about it. It got up. And we had Chiefs to win. We had uh, Mahomes over rushing, which he cleared easily, and. Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown scorer, yep. which was, was the second touchdown of the game. Uh, Great work, JC and Harry. On that game. Yeah. Obviously, a pretty big event. What Massive a, event. What a spectacle, firstly. Rihanna at halftime was also fantastic. I don't know if you caught that. I did. She was really good. Pregnant again. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was doing the rounds, wasn't yeah. it, today? Yeah. But aside from that, one of the best games I've ever watched, ruined by. A horrific call to finish the game. Yeah, so was it that holding one yeah. at the end? Yeah. So I think it was third and eight possibly for the Chiefs. So like yep. big, big play. Yeah, yeah. Holding penalty, they get a first down, game's over pretty much. Like just ridiculous. Um, yeah, I don't think it was a penalty. The the quarterback after the game actually said, yeah, I held his Guernsey. Like I admit it. Really? And even like – to. Right now, Eagles fans are like on Twitter being like, not a penalty, man. And the guy's admitted to it. It is very odd. That is Hurts, possibly nearly MVP in a losing team, which I don't know if that's ever happened. Uh, Gary Ablett. Gary Ablett Sr. Did, did he play NFL? <laughs> he could have. <laughs> could have been a kicker. No, but I think if he didn't have that fumble, I think he probably would have won it. He was incredible in the air and with his legs. I think he had... Two rushing touchdowns and now leads all quarterbacks in rushing touchdowns in a season, which is insane. Wow. And I think rushing touchdowns in a Super Bowl, which is also insane. That's great. Good on Holmes now has just a ridiculous resume behind a newly built o- O-line that was much talked about over the offseason. And it was just him on show. I think we said in the pod last week, you can't really bet against him. I think the second half he had three possessions for three touchdowns. Yeah. 
was. I did notice that. Yeah. Just, I, was very, I was very impressed. Obviously, he's like a superstar of the game. Yeah. But like, it was incredible to watch. Yeah. Like, just levels. I think a, a lot of the chat going into the game was the Eagles are the better team, but the Chiefs have the better quarterback. And I think that's exactly how the game played out. Especially being hurt as well. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going down. Yeah, um, still managed to cover the rushing line, which we love. <laughs> Shout out, as soon as he went down, um, one of the guys I work with was like, mate, he's not clearing that rushing line. You can be- kiss that back goodbye. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I had no idea. And I was like, oh, we'll wait and see. And he got up. He had one 27-yard rush towards the end of the game. <laughs> yeah. It would have covered it by itself. But yeah, yeah, how good. Either, either way, what a game, but yep. unfortunately marred by a bit of controversy. At the yeah. End. Oh, well, that seems to be the way it's going in sport. Yeah. But you want to move on? Yep, let's move on. Let's uh, have a quick break. Yep. We're back, Alex. We are. We're back. And talking about everyone's favourite sport, the Big Bash. Yes. A lot of Big Bash content on this podcast a to lot. start us off. Yeah. For two massive Big Bash fans. Yep. Well, Ned Carruthers, a devout listener, yep. has sent A lot of Carruthers in, content too. Yeah, has, yeah. has sent in his take saying... The Big Bash is hindered by having games on like all week, weeknights included, rather yep. than just weekends, and there's just too much cricket. How do you feel about it? Look, I think there is too much cricket, but uh, I don't think it like I don't think it's so much hindered by having weeknight games. Um, I think there's still definitely a place for that. Like, you know, the Big Bash is a product for kids. Yeah, I think it's fair to say. I think that's true. And like, you know, well, it, aimed. Mainly, yeah, 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 obviously, still a yeah, sport for, for adults, but definitely the way they the way, it's, the way it's set out, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think in that school holiday period, those weeknight games are great because um, you know it gives kids something to watch at night, gives them something to go to during the week, and um, yeah, it's, it's probably just more of a especially at those games, I'd say during school holidays, more of a kid friendly atmosphere. So while I don't think like yeah, there's a lot of cricket being played, <laughs> and like, do you love? There's, I'd I'd say too much. I think doing away with the weekday games is, in my opinion, a bit, a bit of a mistake. I'd say maybe three, three, two or three a week. Like, think back to when we were in school, Harry, and you know, it wasn't even school holidays. We we'd go to the strikers games pretty often. It was pretty fun. Do you remember the Strikers game on like a Thursday yes, night uh, where yes. it was 42, yes, when it was 40, degrees. 42 <laughs> degrees and I was wearing a light blue shirt? And I left before the first ball was bowled. My back. I was too uncomfortable. My back, like my shirt was see-through by the end of it. Yeah, it wasn't like you had back sweat. Your whole shirt just changed colour. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I, I agree with Ned. I think the Big Bash has, has lost its juice in a big way. Yeah. I reckon that period you were talking about when we were just finishing school, possibly a year or two before, Peak. a year or two after. Peak. They were getting like it was selling out at Adelaide Oval yep. consistently. Uh, the, I remember the New Year's games. There was the one Travis Head. I think it was against the Sixers. Made a hundred on the last ball to win the game with a six. It was just pandemonium. Yeah. It was huge. Yep. But I think the fact now is that there's just so much cricket, and it's so often it's just not special. Like relating it to football a bit, which I know you watch a bit more. Uh, that COVID year, <laughs> <laughs> just a touch. Yeah. That COVID year where they had the um, the festival of footy, where it was like all yep. the time. Yep. Yep. Just it didn't. Nothing felt special or important or needed. You lost track of the table. You lost track of when you were playing. If you don't have three, possibly four, if you're playing a Thursday night, if you don't have a few days to go, that's 
the cricket weekend. That's the footy weekend. NFL's even less. I think they play like Sunday, Monday. They have 16 games in the year. Yeah, but even in terms of like they just don't play, is it Fridays because of col- uh, high school and Saturdays because yeah. of college or something like that. But it, there's such a specific time point where you actually turn on the sport and go, here, here it is, we're watching. Well, if you just get flooded with content, it's just, it's less, it's like supply and demand. If you have so much supply, no one cares about it. I mean, uh, that's an interesting point you raised. I think probably Australian audiences aren't conditioned to that sort of thing. So if, if we think about you know, America with, I know NFL is a bit different, but with the NBA, there's games, there's like 10 games a day, it feels like. Mm. Maybe not 10 games, but around that mark. And then, you know, EPL I know is usually the weekends, but then you get cup games during the week. You also yeah. get, you know, rescheduled games or whatever um, during the week. And I mean... A-League's a bit different. Like, you, you sometimes get games during the week, but they don't – they're not the, the marquee games. Yeah. You, you, you know, you're, sitting, you're hanging out to watch. But, like, I feel like this this sort of model with cricket, I think would probably work elsewhere in the world. And it probably does work elsewhere in the world. But here in Australia, it might be a bit different. And I think the the issue probably goes to the marketing more than – I mean, there, as I said, there, there are too many games. Mm. But – there is definitely still a place for it during the week. I just think it needs to be done better. Yeah. Well, just in terms of, I know it's not a direct correlation because there may be talent differences and we had COVID a little bit as well, but just in terms of 2015, the average attendance at a game was 29,000 people. And that was when we had 35 games in a season. And that's not like per team. That's, that's, that's just, a lot no, of people. No, yeah. 2021... COVID affected, but it was yep. 6,000. <laughs> and that yep. was with 61 games. It's nearly double the amount of games. So it's just when you have so much cricket available and your team plays every second or third night, like it's just not special. There's no importance to it. It doesn't feel like every game's do or die. That's why I love, like the NFL especially, every game seems to have so much consequence on whether you play in the playoffs or miss or where you finish in your conference or your division. It's like so important when there's less content available. Yeah. I mean, I, I think from what I from what I remember when the new TV deal was signed with I think seven and Fox for the um for the cricket, there was an agreement to have less big bash games. But I do feel like there's probably a lot of big bash games now because these massive TV deals have got signed. They yeah. got hampered by these big COVID outbreaks. Yeah. And You're going to make up for and it. And, then made, yeah, made, and probably the same with like Cricket Australia. Like we, they couldn't have fans for, I think, a season of the, of the Big Bash. I mm. think I'm right in saying. So they had to make up for it somehow. So like, I mean, it's like, it's a bit of a grey area, but I do see what you mean. I just think it also comes in like a bit of a dead time for Australian sport. Yeah. Summer. Because like we, you know, whether unless it's like a test match, which... Because well, I think the Big Bash pretty much starts just after the test summer finishes. Yeah. Or do, or there's a tiny bit of crossover, yeah. maybe. And then, you know, you get hit with the Australian Open as well, which is, uh, like, machine. Like, people love watching the Australian, yeah. Australian Open. But, like, when it's when it's outside of those times, I feel like there is, and I'm going to keep saying there's definitely, definitely, definitely room for these week, weeknight games. And because... You know, you only have a limited amount of time to fit in all these fixtures. Yeah, you're just gonna need to pack them in. Like, <laughs> like I know, I know it might have, it might have been the best view, viewing experience, and it might 
might be a bit confusing to the viewer, but sometimes you just got to fucking back them in. Well, that's why I think there's still going to have to be like teams that play twice in a couple of days or something like that. Yeah. And because you kind of can, it's not the most physically taxing yeah. sport ever, but like play Thursday and Sunday and maybe if you, if you have to extend the, the season for one week to have a few less games, but you actually play once, possibly twice a weekend to make it up, it'd just be more important, more special. And I think the, I like the idea that you gave of, um, like it doesn't have its own fresh air. They talk about that a lot with the AFLW. Yeah, like yeah. it's just overcome by so many other things. You need to give it its own yeah. time slot within like the Australian sports industry. Oh. Obviously, with the you don't want it with tests because a then some test players aren't available. B everyone's watching the test. Yeah, I also think with that like it's also just a bit of a weird thing when I, like he's Rashid Khan for example, when he has to leave like mid season to go play in South Africa. Yeah, like this is weird. Like sort it out so that they don't have to leave to go play to make more money somewhere yeah, else. The like, whole the whole cricket summer cricket, just world cricket because it always goes around summer yeah. and somewhere else. Like people, there's a lot of like guns for hire in the BBL yeah. these days that go like the Zimbabwe league, the UAE league, the Caribbean yeah, league, which is like to be honest, how, how it should be. Like, that's how it works. Yeah, but, but I just don't get how they can't get together. Go, we're doing a schedule. Yeah, it's gonna fit agree. better. It, it, obviously, we, most people know that like. Uh, Rashid Khan's not going to go play in the second division in New Zealand T20 cricket. Like, so just get the main ones that are actually going to yeah. draw the big names yeah. and give them their own space. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think like, I think we're probably speaking to the same thing here. Just they just need a refresh of the s- schedule and only Sunday through <laughs> Thursday through Sunday, no weekdays. <laughs> I don't know about that, but um, no, like I do agree that it needs to be it needs to be cut back. I'd even go as far to say cut back severely. Yeah, no, but you're right. but I think especially in that time slot of the year, it needs to be a family friendly sort of thing. And I think um, that's where the weekday games come in. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's call that. Let's have a break. All right, that's a draw. No way. <laughs> Never. All right. Well, no experts tonight as we had. We had Big Max join us for the entire big, big emergency pod. Rate. Yeah, dr- during um, last week after the NBA trade deadline, so we'll Which get him. Actually, I want to I want to clear something up yeah. quickly. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to make a semi public apology. It's not an apology. I may have said that the Suns have no chance of winning the finals <laughs> this year. I did not mean no. They obviously have a very good chance. I just don't think they're going to win it. Yeah, I'm uh, clear in the air there. Yeah. There, there were, there we were, were called a casual there, many, many, there, there were many few, times. There were a few throwaway terms in that in that monologue that I was a bit like, ooh, don't know about that one. But um, no, I mean, speak, speak freely. We've got haters for the first time. I've been called a casual so many times <laughs> in the last 48 hours. And how, how's that Doesn't bloke, feel good. How's that bloke attacking us for being random Aussie blokes? Talking I, about hypotheticals. I guess I kind of am a random Aussie bloke I, talking I don't about know, hypotheticals. I don't, but I don't Anyway. But his point was very odd. Very odd that Le- LeBron could be a swimmer. LeBron could be a swimmer and a woman and a woman. <laughs> Don't know about that, mate. But anyway, but yeah. Thank you for Max for coming on. A lot of good yes, insight. Yes, and um, yeah, we'll get we'll get his NBA multi out on our socials during the week. Yeah, looking forward to it. Easy. All right, stock exchange. Let's do it. Let's do it. You start us off. I am buying this week the Milwaukee Bucks. 
uh, last week, obviously, emergency <laughs> you, pod. You're buying them very high. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, not quite. I think yeah. they're probably second behind the Celtics in the East at the moment and then obviously behind possibly Phoenix and Denver and stuff in the West. Yep. I think the addition of Jay Crowder is really good. I think he's a great piece. He's big on the defensive end and can can make it three from time to time. I think it they was horrible in the playoffs. Yeah, last year. Yeah, not not denying that, <laughs> but I just think he's a really good piece. I think once it actually matters, I think Kawhi. Uh, sorry, I think Giannis turns on. Yep, yep. I think they're my pick, probably for the chip at the moment, and I'm buying just before. The hype starts in the playoffs, I think. Yep. One, one thing I do like about that addition was like, we, I kind of use like Al Horford as an example here. When he went to OKC, like had pretty much the season off or at least half the season off yeah. and then comes back to um, Boston mm. and like is great. My favourite Puerto Rican player ever. <laughs> is great. And I think a sort of thing too with Jay Crowdy, he's had like the whole season off because yeah. he was a baby. And um, <laughs> and now now he's coming into a Milwaukee team where they'll need him and yeah. he'll, he'll play straight away. So that's my yeah, buy. A good pickup for them for sure. Once, it's a, I've had a couple like this where I'm buying high, but I'm going to sell even higher. All right, trust. Right. Who are you buying? My buy is Adelaide United attacking midfielder Zach Cloth, reigning ha- household name. Household name. No, he he is a he's a great player for us, and he's really coming into his own. Um. So I'll just run you through his career before he got to Adelaide. Please do. Spent time at Bolton Wanderers, Nottingham Forest, Rockdale, Wigan, and Carlisle United. Like, you know, bouncing around all before joining Adelaide United. And mm. when he came, he was a bit of an unknown quantity for a lot of fans, but and couldn't really you know, get a lot get a lot of game time at the very start. Then he hurt himself, had a really long injury, and we haven't been able to see a lot of him play. But he's he's come back this season. He's had nine appearances, I think, scored two goals and one assist or whatever. But he's just been uh, just like refreshed version. And I remember hearing in the in the off season, you know, we, we had a we had a we had a couple of guys come back to Adelaide and we're all like, you know, great, but where's this new blood? Yeah. And they're like, just wait for Zach. <laughs> just wait. And it's worked. And it's worked. He's been great. So yeah. Well, thanks for telling the fans that. I obviously knew his whole backstory. <laughs> Followed his career closely, but yeah. now everyone else knows as well. Yeah. I mean, and you know, he's still 27 years old. A lot of football still to play, um, especially in the A League. Yeah, he's played his 50s. Yeah, starting to make his mark, which is good to see. Good, and he's good. Good bloke too. Friends with uh, Jason Cummings as well. Oh, the cum dog, <laughs> my guy. But uh, moving on to my sell, I this might ruffle a few feathers. I am selling Sir Lewis Hamilton. The goat. The, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. I think. By the end of the year, there's a chance he's not Merck's number one driver. Struggled this season. Yep. I think with their car also struggled yeah. in the season just gone. And I think if it's not in the top two cars again, I think he might be sixth in the championship. Where did he finish last season? Did you know? Around that. Yeah. Possibly slightly higher. Yeah. But I just think if he's not in a great car and if he's kind of tailing off a little bit, he might drop down the leaderboard a little bit. So I'm selling after I'm selling the what eight time world champion. <laughs> I'm selling him. He's out. <laughs> Fair enough. Cashed out. Decent sell. So my sell I love this one. So we talked about Jordan Dawson earlier, um, taking the captaincy at I call him Dawson, uh, we're good mates. <laughs> yeah, sure. At the Crows. Um something pricked up my ears over the weekend. 
So I was watching the press conference that they had with Dawson, Matthew Nix, the coach, mm-hmm. and Rory Sloan, the outgoing captain. Sloaney. Yeah. Adelaide's favourite son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said in his press conference, something to the effect of, now, you know, I said to the boys, being the captain's kind of being like the president. You're always the president. Even when you're not. Wait, wait. <laughs> so, so, all right. So the thing is, like, he's step, he's stepped down from being the captain, right? Yeah, yeah. No, we, all, we, all, we all sort of saw it coming, and then he said to everybody, "Hey, fellas, like, I'm still known as the captain." Weird, such, such a weird, weird, weird thing, thing to say. <laughs> weird. How are you, weird. Jordan Dawson, sitting next to him, going, "Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, you, you're you're still what, Slowly? Yeah, I know, I know. Just oh, I found, just found it so weird, but um. I'm yeah. kind of hoping you've just misinterpreted that. No, Otherwise, no, it's no, such I, a weird thing to say. I, I, it, was a, it was a very strange thing to say. I was making eye contact with Dawson as he said and, it. And, um, hey, mate, once the captain, <laughs> always the captain. All right? Don't you forget it. So strange. So strange. Oh. So strange. All right, let's have another break. So, Harry, you've got a take for us tonight. What is it? I do. I'm excited about this one. I think about it a lot. Let's hear it. I would like there to be breakaway leagues for a lot of sports that don't drug test. Obviously, still test for uh, recreational drugs. Okay, we're All not right. we're not having Ben Cousins <laughs> halftime of the <laughs> 2006 makes, grand that, final or whatever that go in at halftime with sense. two touches, come out with 50. That makes a bit more sense. But I want um, them to not test for performance enhancing drugs. So, do you have like any sports in particular that you suggest for this? So, I think it would work best with sports that are obviously incredibly athletic. I'm talking basketball, Australian rules football, uh, NFL, soccer, possibly some combat sports like volleyball, rugby, high athletic, high intensity. I don't want to see golf, tennis, cricket, stuff where it's a lot more hand-eye coordination. It's a lot about actually being incredibly skillful in some of those, like golf. You don't have to be Bryson DeChambeau, obviously, like a good example at the moment of someone who's very muscly. Yeah. The sports where the athleticism is one of the most key components. Okay. I mean, the first thing for me is like, uh, just from hearing that, don't you think that's just such a bad example to set for kids? Don't care about the kids, mate. <laughs> I want to watch sport and go, oh my God, that hey, is one of the most insane things I've ever all, seen. It's not all about you though. It's it's. Like, when do we start loving yeah, sport? Yeah, but it's it's about... When, did, when does everyone start loving sport? As when a you're kid. a kid and you go, God, I can't do that. Now watching football, okay, or basketball, you can do watch some things and go, oh, if you gave me 100 shots, I could do that. I want to see stuff where I go, there is no way if I train my entire life, I'd ever be able to do that. But, like, if you just took some performance-sensing drugs, you might be able to do that. Like, do you want that to be the example? Like, hey... Because no, I want that to be the gateway, like, <laughs> like, like, like the, the barrier to entry. Juice me up, brother. Like I'm good to go. Like, no. do, you, do you do you want that? Do you no, want that to be the you, thing? I want, I, and obviously, I still would support like Port Adelaide or whatever in the AFL. But I would like to see just examples of sport where I go, that is an insane thing for a human being to do. Like, oh my god, that was so impressive. Because, like, realistically, the reason people watch AFL instead of amateur league footy is because the standard is so high. They go, that is something I can't do. I am impressed. I respect that skill and ability. I want to see it even better. 
So you go out and there is someone who can kick like Josh Kelly, but is 10 times stronger, has a much bigger vertical, is quicker, is more like agile. Like the guy who played in the grand final. Uh, no, <laughs> not, not not the forty five year old <laughs> short bald man I got taught by the granny. Definitely putting that clip in, putting that clip in the rule. But no, but um, no what, you don't like it. I don't like it because, like, right, let's say the last week for example, LeBron breaks the NBA scoring record. Mm-hmm. If you've got another league where you can take performance enhancing drugs, let's say those those records, they don't mean shit all of a sudden because these these dudes like. Absolutely, dudes or women, whatever, absolutely breaking everything we know about, you know, historical statistics that are in the fabric of like all these sports and such amazing moments. Like you saw when LeBron broke it, like mm-hmm. they, stopped, they stopped the game yeah, for the it. We- Sidebar, that was the weirdest thing ever. I like, nah, I'm fine with it. Yeah, but like there was I'm 11 seconds it. in the quarter. Sorry, right, move on. Yeah, so they, they stopped the game for that and it's just such an amazing moment. You know, you've got Kareem there got all these amazing people in, in the crowd there. Mm-hmm. It's like such a great moment for the sport. And then you're saying put, an, put another level above where these, these people aren't like natural. They're not, they're, not, they're not doing it through skill or hard work or natural. Well, still, or, I want them yeah, to no, be skillful. Yeah, yeah, of course. Or nat- but it's all natural, like nat- natural mm. athleticism. Like I, I don't really understand why you then – take away from all this hard work that, they, that these people have done for hundreds of years in some cases mm-hmm. to get this game to, their game to what it's like by then just saying that nah, let, let's let these dudes fucking like juice up all night mm-hmm. and no. be gigantic and see no I don't want them to they're not bodybuilding I don't want them to get massive it's just you but can, people will do that though no but then they won't be good <laughs> at the sport like the bodybuilders wouldn't be good at football because they wouldn't be able to run yeah, for a long time. Like, there's you can take steroids without getting jacked. I just want them to improve. Like, yeah, obviously, <laughs> I want them to get quicker and faster. At, sorry, same thing. <laughs> just more athletic and just be able to do things that I couldn't do if I trained for a million years. I think the thing is, I just want to be like amazed. Because I think what you're not amazed normally, not to the extent that I think I could be. Because I, th- I don't know about you, I, we obviously football would be both of our sport of choice. I watch a lot of football going, oh, not all the time, but I could k- hit that kick or take that mark if you gave me X amount of goes at it. We play, we've played football for 20 years. Like, that's like, you know. No, but I'm saying that could be for anyone. Like you could say, oh, that's a professional player, but I could hit that 50% of the time compared to their 90. I want to watch a sport and go, there is no way I could do that that's an impressive feat of human athleticism. And I'm not saying it has to be like a well-organized league. No, because I want to get, I want it to get to the point where I can't. And I, I think it doesn't have to be a well-organized league. It can be exhibition matches. I'm I'm saying like, yeah, all right, you probably can't do that as currently stands, but it's just like, Hey, if if I like, yeah, but I'm not going to take steroids. Yeah. But the the thing is like, (laughs) the thing is like, that's just you. Think about all the other people that will. And, you know, they're not particularly the most, the, the safest thing to put in your body, I'd go as far to say. Yeah, but this isn't a 17-year-old trying to get jacked for the first time. Yeah, but, 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 this would be by doctors. But, but <laughs> so many like, but and but, like you're throwing it here. Like, that, 
that's just not a safe thing to perpetuate in front of people. Like, it's, it's always like, all right. You'd be surprised if you got doctors to regulate. Okay, it. yeah. I, I know that's probably different, but like, not every. The thing is, people are going to try, uh, take, take the back road to, to get in there. Like, it, it just, it, it's such a stupid idea. <laughs> it's so unsafe and it's so, and it go like. At the end of the day, most sports are unsafe to begin with. Oh, man, no. Do you reckon NFL is good for your brain? No, it's not. Do you reckon MMA is good for your brain? No, it's not. It's definitely not. Football's not even good for your brain. But like, None of these sports are safe, Alex, but we, we like watching it because it provides entertainment. I'm saying I think it could be even more entertaining if you don't do drug testing. I know there's already some uh, mixed martial arts leagues, mainly in Eastern Europe, that don't currently do drug testing. And apparently the standard is just phenomenal. Like it's like... Guys that used to be massive UFC fans come out and go, I don't really want to watch that anymore because the level of grappling or whatever in this other MMA league is insane. I would just love to watch. How exciting would it be? Such a bad example. You're watching. Well, it's the only example that actually exists. No, such, no, such a bad example to set for kids is what I mean. Yeah, but. <laughs> right, let's hear it. Fuck them kids. <laughs> right, could you imagine you're watching a football game? Yeah. And you watch someone take a mark in the center square and go, I'm kicking a goal. <laughs> I'm having a pink. Uh, obviously, that probably wouldn't happen. But, like, you know what I'm. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Tom Boy. <laughs> kick a goal in the square. No. But I just think there's. It wouldn't be for every sport. It wouldn't be a full time league. It could be exhibition matches or something along those lines. Mate, you, don't, you, just, don't think, you don't think if this was allowed, that would turn into a full time sport? I don't know. Like, I could just, I because I think e- then ESPN I think then would be like, "Yo, brother, sign me up. I'm in." Like, well, what happened to Slam Ball? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think your points would come into it where it wouldn't be a massively televised league because of the safety and because of the influence it'd have on kids and stuff like that. But I think there is a place for getting the most supreme athletes ever, making them even better, and so, then seeing what they can do. So what you're telling me is you want, you want like a cockfighting kind of economy here. <laughs> it worries me that you know something about the cockfighting economy, Alex. I know plenty, but no, you, you just want like a, sort of like you know. I'm not for, saying I'm going to watch it on like the dark web or whatever. Like I just <laughs> what you making it sound like. If that's where I have to watch it, yeah. I have to watch it. No. Uh, but yeah. what do you think? <laughs> I just I've laid it out. It's, it's such a bad example to set for young kids. So unsafe, and it just like pisses away everything we know about sport. It does. It's, it like, does. An, it's like an all star game. <laughs> it pisses away absolutely everything. If you want the all star game, watch the all star game. How about that? Yeah, but imagine if they're all more athletic. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm done with this. Dunk in the three point line. I'm done with this as a break. <laughs> All right, hey, before we get going. Um, great up, by the way. Great up. Great up. Chalk up two wins for me there. Um, <laughs> so we obviously won, won a bit of cash in the Super Bowl today. And on Marcus and, and on Marcus Macaroni's amazing tips. We, Mabel. We, <laughs> we actually could have won more money, but I accidentally bet something on the so bet. On the bet with mates. <laughs> because oh, I was using my own account. My bad. I'm taking over the account. Yeah, that's far by me, but yeah. Alex, you messaged me today and said, should we order the jerseys? 
pretty, do you want to let me know whose pretty, jersey you're talking pretty about? Pretty early to the, the fourth quarter. Oh, that pissed me off. It was like saying can't lose from here when there's like five minutes to go. Yeah, how long a quarter is in the NFL? 15 minutes. So three minutes into the last quarter. Yeah. There was so much time left. In my defense, I thought it said two minutes, not 12 minutes. But either way, that's still <laughs> a lot of time. Should have seen what Mahomes did in the AFC Championship game last year. But either way, wh- what did you want to spend the money on? So we've talked a fair bit about my love for Grand Quarrel. Yeah. And Hearts of Midlothian, the Jam Tarts <laughs> in Edinburgh over in Scotland. Why have we talked so much about Scottish football? It, because it means a lot to okay. me. <laughs> and you want to buy a quarrel. I want to buy a Garen Quarrel shirt. So is I could either get a long sleever or a short sleever. Yeah, but I've got a better idea. Before you get too excited, <laughs> we just keep reinvesting and eventually buy the Hearts, the whole organisation. Did you know Hearts are the largest fan-owned team in... Fan owned. In UK. We're fans. We can buy some. That's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually not the worst idea. Should we get memberships? Yeah. Uh, do we have enough money for memberships? Probably. We'll get there. If we keep following Marcus's tips, we'll be there in <laughs> no time. All right. So I'm, I mentioned I, I want a Garen Quail show. Mm-hmm. And you, big, uh, big Morgan Schneider. I want a guy. Western Sydney Wanderers Morgan <laughs> Schneider in Jersey, yeah. <laughs> All right, so once we get a certain amount for both of those, mm-hmm. straight away. We'll click purchase. Click purchase. I think... Um, Yours the, might be $300 after shipping. The, the, other thing, <laughs> the other thing with that, I think it might be a half-season loan for Garen Quarrel, so you might only have a few weeks left. And we'll have to get it really soon. Or we wait a little bit and then it's retro. But then I don't want to get to the point where like we wait too long and it goes off their store uh, because yeah, they're not looking at place. <laughs> but all right, we'll talk about that another time. But we just want to let the fans know that um, we're investing. We're, we're, we're working towards something here. We're not just pissing the money away. We're all, we're all working towards something. And by the way, I love your t-shirt. Oh yeah, I love your t-shirt. <laughs> love your t-shirt. Plug for our dear friends at Mesh Electrical. I, I love Mesh Electrical. Long live Mesh Electrical. Long live Mesh Electrical. Saw their truck today. What a beast. Comfy tea, actually. Yeah, very comfy tea. Anyway, you want to move on? Yep, you look great. You too. All right, just before we go, Source, I think you got an update about what one of your buys recently. Obviously, our favourite segment, the, the stock exchange. Yep. I recently purchased some stock in Harry Sutar. Big Harry Sutar. Big, big Harry, who's... Got off to a rocky start and scored an own goal in his first start. <laughs> so, so, so the stock market's poor, mate. My stock took a big old plunge. But then Alex walked through his stats in his most recent Premier League start. By the way, I can't believe they started him after scoring an own goal in his first game. Big Harry. Ballsy from Brendan Rogers. Um, so 90 minutes played, one assist. A great assist, by the way. Um, Remind me of his pass to Matt Leckie, which... Um, in the Tunisia game? No, in in the uh, in the France game. Oh yeah, Le- in the lead up to the goal. Was it? Yeah, lead up to the goal. Craig Goodman's goal. Um, remind me of that. Forty-four out of fifty accurate passes. That that's incredible. Mm-hmm. One chance created, obviously. Fifty-seven touches. Ten passes. Uh, so fifty-seven touches just in in comparison to Modric, who Chelsea just signed. Twelve touches. <laughs> in the last game um, and he was like 80 million pounds I think yeah but um, you sold them well done yeah I did sold their window I did 
Shocking, shocking team. Um, ten passes into the final third, which is great for a That's huge, great for a defender. Five out of seven accurate long balls. That might be his secret weapon. I think is long passing. Three out of three tackles, one and one block, and he had Harry Kane in so sewn up in his pocket too. I, I think he's still in there, but yeah, maybe not the best striker in the league, but he'd be up there. But so, yeah, bottom line is, I should probably get into stocks a bit more. <laughs> what, what, what a buy! <laughs> Big Harry. Didn't look good for that first week. Oh. <laughs> du- what are they? Diamond hands. I don't sell. But no, um, good to see Harry. Absolutely dominates. I know he's a listener. Shout out Harry. Yeah, against Tottenham. They won 4-1 against Tottenham, which is great for them. Um, Hamish's stinky spurs. Yeah. It, it, for a relegation battling team, that's actually pretty impressive. So good, good, good on them. Good on Harry. So good on Harry. All right, let's get out of here. Love you, bro. Follow us on Instagram at TalkYourTakePod at T-A-L-K-Y-O-U-R-P-O-D, TalkYourTakePod on Instagram. To get involved with the show, see what we're doing, watch our reels, get us some views, and yeah, definitely get involved. Drop your takes in our inbox or also in our messages, see what we're doing throughout the week, and you can also email us at TalkYourTakePod at gmail.com.